Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Coffee Break German, Season 3, Episode 21. Hallo und herzlich willkommen zurück zu Coffee Break German. Ich bin Marc. Und ich bin Andrea. Wie, Wie geht es dir, Marc? Mir geht's sehr gut. Wie geht's dir? Ja, ich bin sehr erholt. Now, I should probably know that word, erholt. Um, is it something about being kind of relaxed, being recovered? Yes. So, sich erholen is to recover. Mm -hmm. Ja. Uh, or just to, to fill your batteries. To fill your batteries. Okay. So, you're sehr erholt after a summer of uh, relaxation, holidays. Tell us what you've been up to. Ich bin uh, nach Deutschland und in die Schweiz gereist. Ausgezeichnet. Wohin denn? Zuerst bin ich nach Berlin. Ja. Und dann bin ich von Berlin mit dem Zug nach Celle Ach gefahren. So. Uh, ja, okay. Und dann von Celle nach Hamburg. Aha. Und dann habe ich den Nachtzug genommen. Ja. Von Hamburg nach Zürich. Wow, okay. <laughs> quite, a, quite a journey. Um, and lots of trains. Was, how was the travel on the trains? Super, fantastisch, ja. Also wirklich sehr schön. Ich kann es empfehlen. You can recommend it. Genau, ja. Ausgezeichnet. Also ich muss sagen, dass dieses Sommer habe hab ich nicht so viel äh, äh, gereist. Mhm. Aber ich war in Schweden, ein paar Tage in Schweden und äh, ja, und das ist alles. Sprichst du Schwedisch, Marc? Ich spreche ich sprich ein bisschen Schwedisch, ja, weil wir Coffee Break Swedish haben und äh, ich bin natürlich äh, die, der Student von Coffee Break Swedish. Sehr gut, super. <lacht> Bravo. But I think we'll stop there because we've got a lot to get through in this lesson. And one thing I should mention is that I am not feeling 100% because I actually have COVID at the moment. But don't worry, I am at home locked away in my studio and uh, Andrea is safely in our Glasgow studio, uh, nowhere near me. So we're, we're getting on with it. But if I cough, I, I apologize. Ach, Marc, das tut mir leid. Gute Besserung. Dankeschön. Yes, but now we have lots to do, so maybe we should just start with the 
Let me the, with the lesson today. Okay, also bist du bereit? Ich bin bereit. Los geht's. So, what is our topic today, Andrea? Heute sprechen wir über Passivsätze. Passivsätze, so passive sentences, presumably. Ja, genau. So, uh, it, we, we have passive sentences also in English and we have them in German. And we're going to look at how we uh, construct the sentences and also when we're going to use them. Okay, so like in English, a passive sentence is where um, something is done by something else rather than something does something. So the, the book is read by the teacher. Genau, das ist richtig, ja. Yeah? And I have maybe a little uh, example for this. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to start with an active sentence so that you can see the difference. Yeah. So, der Wurm isst den Apfel. <laughs> right, so the worm eats the apple. Genau, and now I'm going to turn this into a passive sentence. Der Apfel wird vom Wurm gegessen. Okay, so der Apfel wird vom Wurm gegessen. So that wird is from the verb werden. It sometimes means to become, but here it's just used as a passive, so it's like is. Yes, it's just an auxiliary verb here. So the apple wird vom Wurm gegessen. Is by the worm Eaten. The apple is eaten by the worm. Genau, das ist richtig. So what we see here is that something changes. In the first sentence, der Wurm ist den Apfel. We have der Wurm as the subject. Yeah. Okay. Und den Apfel, uh, in this case, this is an accusative object. Whereas when we look at der Apfel wird vom Wurm gegessen, der Apfel is the subject. Yes, yeah, so it swaps over. Genau. And the Wurm is the dative object. That's why we have vom Wurm, von dem Wurm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the Wurm is, is still the doer, in a sense, but the Apfel is being eaten by the doer. Genau, das ist richtig, ja. And do you recognize uh, in terms of the verb what we're, going to, what we're doing there? Well, gegessen is uh, like the, it's the, the past participle, isn't it? That's correct, yes. So we're using, just like in English, we're using the past participle mm -hmm. together with the auxiliary uh, werden. But I suppose one of the important things is that we remember that although we're using in English, the apple is being eaten by the worm, we're not using sein here in German. No, we're using the auxiliary werden. And there is a semantic difference uh, if we're using one verb or the other. And if we say der Apfel wird gegessen, then we're, we're witnessing the process of this happening. Mm -hmm. um, but if we're saying der Apfel ist gegessen, then the apple is gone. Yeah, it's already been eaten. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's look at another example, I think. Yes. Der Postbote trägt jeden Tag die Post aus. Okay, so the postman um, carries out the mail every day. Yes, and now we turn this into a passive. Die Post wird jeden Tag vom Postboten ausgetragen. So the mail um, is carried out every day by the postman. The, the postman. Genau, das ist richtig. 
So what is interesting maybe also to point out is that by the warm or the postman, we say von plus a dative. Mm-hmm. Okay, so vom Postboten in this case. Genau, and if it were a Postboten, then it would be von der Postboten. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we're, we can look at the conjugation of the verb werden. Yeah? Yeah. Do you want to give it a shot? Okay, so that would be ich werde, du wirst, er, sie, es wird, wir werden, ihr werdet. Yeah. And sie werden, sie werden. Genau. Sehr gut. Super. So now something a bit tricky. Okay. Let's look at uh, werden in the perfect. So if we go in the past. Mm-hmm. Because this is where we really see the difference between werden, become, and werden, the auxiliary. Right. Okay. So I'm going to show you a sentence. Uh, of the apple and the worm, but I'm going to put it in the perfect. Der Apfel ist vom Wurm gegessen worden. Right. So the apple, in this case, has been eaten by the worm. Yeah. So, worden is the past participle of uh, werden. Yeah, the auxiliary werden. If we use werden of to become, it is geworden. So here we see ah, really nicely okay. the difference between these two verbs. Because although in the in the infinitive they look and sound exactly the same, they are two different verbs. I understand. Okay. And then we can maybe also have a look at the the other past tense, the imperfect. Okay. Yeah. Do you have any idea what it could be, or should I give you a hint? Is this the one that becomes, um, it, I'm not sure if it's like ich wurde or ich würde. Ah, it's ich wurde. Because right, so no ich würde is a different tense, which we're going to look at at the very end of season three. Okay, <laughs> I, I kind of think <laughs> I get where you're going with that. So let's let's put that out of our minds just now. Uh-huh. So ich wurde, so v, uh, W-U-R-D-E. Genau, ich wurde, and then du wurdest. Ja, sehr gut, super. Er, sie, er, es, sie es wurde. Mhm. Wir wurden, ihr wurdet. Ja. ja. Und sie wurden, sie wurden. Genau, sehr gut, super. So, der Apfel wurde vom Wurm gegessen. Ja, the apple was eaten by the worm. Genau. Would you like to have a few more exam- examples of uh, passive sentences? Warum nicht? Gut, super. Also, Karin und Thomas wurden von einem Pfarrer verheiratet. Right, so Karin und Thomas wurden von einem Pfarrer uh, verheiratet. So Pfarrer, I'm not sure about Pfarrer. Uh, it's um, a clergyman. Ah, right. Okay, like a, a minister or a vicar or something like that. Okay. Genau. So, Karen and Thomas um, were married by a vicar or a priest or something like that. Okay. Nummer zwei. Philips Auto ist von einem Bus angefahren worden. Right. So, we've got worden here. It must be a perfect tense. Um, so, Philips Auto ist von einem Bus angefahren worden. Philip's car has been hit by a bus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. 
Ja, super. Und Nummer drei. Stefanie wird von ihrer Mutter beschenkt. Um, so we've got Stefanie wird von ihrer Mutter beschenkt. Something to do with receiving a present? Yes. So uh, beschenkt werden is to be, to be given a gift. Right. So Stephanie is given a gift by her mother. Yeah, genau. Sehr gut. Super. A new verb for me. Good. Okay, Andrea, I've got a question for you. Do you always have a doer? in these passive sentences? Do we need to know, for example, who or whom Stephanie was given a present by? Uh, no, not always. There are instances where we don't know, yeah, and maybe instances where we don't want to say, and instances where it is a hindering um, communication, for example, when we look at instructions. Okay. There we yeah. don't want to say you have to do this or uh, etc. We just right. want to say what is what has to be done. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'll give you an example for this. Das grüne Kabel wird in die Maschine eingesteckt. Der braune Knopf wird gedrückt. Right. I see where you're going with this. So this is like in an instruction manual where um, we don't want to say plug the green cable into the machine but in this case the green cable is plugged into the machine and der braune Knopf wird gedrückt you said genau yeah so the brown button is pressed yes in this type of text we will see more often passive sentences than maybe in english because we don't want to say you because it puts us in front of a choice are we going to say do or see And it's far too long. It's not like in English where you can say, press the green button and then it could be anyone. Yeah, but the brown button is important that you press the brown button. Yes. Andrea, not <laughs> yes, the green so. one because it's the green cable we're talking. I don't want anybody <laughs> to get mixed true. up. <laughs> <laughs> Would the same happen in, in recipes, for example? It can. However, in recipes, we are using very often the infinitive. Right, okay. We yeah. would say, um, Mehl beifügen. Uh, which would be? Add flour and the beifügen is in the infinitive. Right, okay. That makes sense. So one situation there is instruction manuals, like our green cables and our brown buttons and, and so on. Yes, and then uh, I'll give you another uh, sentence and then you can maybe find out why we've used here the passive sentence. Mm -hmm. Es wurden Fehler gemacht, aber jetzt sollte nach vorn geschaut werden. Ah, right. Okay, I think I see where you're going here. So, es wurden Fehler gemacht, um, mistakes were made, but we're not seeing who made those mistakes. Genau. Right, okay. So, aber jetzt... What did you see the next part? Sollte nach vorn geschaut werden. Um, but now uh, we have to look forward. We have to move on. Yes, but we're obviously not saying we because we're just moving responsibility very, very far okay. away from us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Mistakes were made, but um, it is time to move on. Genau, yeah. And I have a third example. And I would like you to figure out why you think we don't say who the doer is. Here. Okay. Die Räuberbande wurde gestern verhaftet. Die Räuberbande, is that like a gang of robbers? Yes. 
Ähm, so, die Räuberbande wurde gestern verhaftet. Ähm, the gang of robbers was arrested yesterday? Ja, genau. Sehr gut. And there we don't have a by whoever, because I'm guessing that it's quite obvious that they were arrested by the police. Genau, das ist richtig. So in these cases where we know who the doer is, uh, we don't need to say it. Okay. So those are three situations, one in instruction manuals, two in situations uh, where we don't want to point the finger at someone, and three in situations where it's obvious that the person that, that, that did it. Those are the, the three situations where we wouldn't bother using the the form or the, 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 the by person, the doer. Genau, das ist richtig. Sehr gut, bravo. Okay, after the break, we're going to be listening to a conversation uh, in which we're going to hear lots of examples of uh, the passive. There's some tricky vocabulary in this, but we will help you understand everything afterwards. And that's coming up just after the break. In addition to the podcast version of Coffee Break German Season 3, we're also putting together a full course on the Coffee Break Academy, where you'll be able to access bonus materials to help you make even better progress with your German. That's right. Not only will you be able to enjoy an ad-free audio version of each lesson, we'll also provide a bonus episode where Andrea will be testing us with some translation challenges based on the topic of each lesson. And of course, there are comprehensive notes and a video version of each lesson too. Visit coffeebreakgerman.com and follow the links for Season 3 there. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back. We are about to listen to a conversation which includes one or two passive structures. Andrea, tell us a little more about the conversation. Yes, I'm very excited about this conversation because it features an extremely talented whiskey distillery guide. And I wonder who's playing that. <laughs> 
yes. <laughs> and uh, he will guide us through the process of um, whiskey, of the whiskey production. Okay. In German. In German. So the idea is that this particular uh, person works in a whiskey distillery in Scotland. He's got a group of uh, German-speaking tourists, and he's going to be explaining the whiskey process, um, the whiskey production process in German. Now, I have to say, this was possibly the most difficult uh, script that I have ever read in German. And Andrea, um, we had to record this many, many times, didn't we? (laughs) I think you did a great job, but let our listeners decide for themselves. Let's have a listen. Herzlich willkommen in Schottland. Ich hoffe, Sie freuen sich auf die Führung durch die Whisky Distillery. Diese wird für die Gruppe auf Deutsch durchgeführt. Wird das von allen verstanden, ja? Ja! Also, dann beginnen wir gleich mal mit ein paar Sicherheitshinweisen. Falls Sie den Notfallalarm hören, ist es wichtig, dass das Gebäude sofort von allen Besuchern verlassen wird. Die Türen werden automatisch so geschlossen, dass eine Rückkehr ins Gebäude nicht mehr möglich sein wird, bis der Notfall vorbei ist. Alles klar? Ja! So, dann beginnen wir jetzt mit unserer Führung. Hier auf dem Malzboden sehen Sie, wie die Gerste, die erst befeuchtet wurde, zum Melzen ausgebreitet wird. Während dieses Prozesses ist es wichtig, dass die ausgebreitete Gerste regelmäßig gewendet wird. Vor dem nächsten Schritt, dem Maischen, wird das Getreide von dem Keimlingen befreit und zu Schrot gemahlen. Beim Maischen wird die Stärke zu Zucker umgewandelt. Die dabei entstandene Flüssigkeit wird dann in den Gärtbottich gefüllt. Mit Zugabe von Hefe wird der Zucker in Alkohol umgewandelt. So, jetzt gehen wir zum nächsten Raum. Dort sehen Sie dann, wie der Whisky gebrannt wird. Oh ja, wie interessant. Aha, ja, deshalb sind wir hier. <lacht> so, gut. Hier sehen Sie die kupfernen Brennblasen. Darin wird die Flüssigkeit destilliert, das heißt, sie wird so stark erhitzt, dass viel Wasser verdampft und dann der Alkoholgehalt erhöht wird. Nach zwei Destilliervorgängen hat die Flüssigkeit etwa 70 Volumenprozente. Das ist natürlich viel zu viel. Deshalb wird Wasser zugegeben, bevor die Flüssigkeit zur Lagerung in Fässer abgefüllt und viele Jahre gelagert wird. Wie Sie wissen, wird unser schottischer Whisky von vielen Menschen auf der ganzen Welt getrunken und wir sind sehr stolz auf dieses Produkt. Deshalb wird im ganzen Herstellungsprozess auf höchste Qualität geachtet. Jetzt gehen wir noch in den Degustierraum, wo ich gerne Ihre Fragen beantworte. Well, I think not only are we proud of the whiskey, but I think I'm also quite proud of that performance. <laughs> ja, sehr gute Leistung, Mark. Bravo. Take 27, I should say, but anyway, not to worry. Nein, nein. Du übertreibst. Du übertreibst. We did consider having a, a native German speaker read that entire text, but then we thought it would lend a little uh, a little authenticity by having a Scot read the, the, the section about, about whiskey. Yes, indeed. To be honest, the idea for the script 
uh, stems from a real life experience uh -huh. because I had a student who worked in a, a whiskey distillery. Uh, okay. And when I got married, I took my family from Switzerland to this distillery and he agreed to do the whole tour uh, in German. That's where the idea came from. Well, all credit and kudos to him. We're not going to go through this in detail in this episode. We'll do that in the bonus episode. But Andrea, would you like to talk us through what has happened in this conversation? Yes. So this is a tour in a whiskey distillery in Scotland. And the tour is in German. And uh, at the beginning, our guide um, speaks about the usual health and safety guidelines and about uh, leaving the premises in case the alarm rings. And then he starts with the whiskey making uh, process. He explains that the grain uh, is malted and then the grains were cleaned and ground and the starch was turned into sugar. That's how I understood it. Okay. There's lots of technical stuff in here, obviously, technical vocabulary and so on. Um, but yeah, we get the, the main idea and we're hearing lots of these uh, the, these passives, the starch is turned into sugar, the grain is malted and, and so on. Yes. And then they move on to the next room where the whiskey is uh, distilled and that's where uh, the the visitors of the distillery get really excited because that's why they're here. <laughs> And they see that um, this mixture is being heated up so much that the water evaporates until the alcohol content is around 70%. Okay. And then uh, water is added again and the liquid is poured into barrels. Ausgezeichnet. And then what do we hear at the end? Obviously, whiskey, Scottish whiskey, is very famous. It's drunk all over the world, and quality is the main concern for the distillery. And I think the main concern for the visitors is probably going to be visiting the Degustierraum, the tasting room. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I think that's quite popular. <laughs> Trinkst du gern whiskey, Andrea? I drink very rarely whiskey. Uh, maybe with some haggis. I love a bit of whiskey. Okay. And, you know, when we celebrate maybe a, a special day, uh, I don't know. you know, these Scottish days that are coming up now yep. uh, in winter. Okay, okay. Und du, Mark, trinkst du gerne einen Whisky? Ich trinke gerne ab und zu einen Whisky. Uh, uh, nicht, nicht so viel. Um, Aber ich, ich trinke lieber den Whisky von Speyside und nicht von zum Beispiel Isla. Uh, how, how do you say Pite Whisky? Torf. Torf. Piet ist Torf. Okay, yeah. right. So I'm not a fan of the Torf. I prefer the, the Speyside Whisky. Ja, also äh, die, der Whisky sollte nicht zu rauchig sein. Rauchig? Oh, smoky. Smoky? Ja. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's stop our discussion about whiskey because I think there is time for one more thing in this episode. Ja, also hier haben wir noch eine Kleinigkeit. Natürlich. And we're sticking to the topic of alcoholic beverages because we have here a saying and it's 
eine Schnapsidee haben. Right, so schnaps is like an aquavit. It's a, a water of life, like whiskey, in a sense. Yeah, normally we make schnapps for, from uh, uh, fruit, like apricots or cherries or even apples and pears or yeah, different different fruits that we have uh, growing uh, in Germany, Switzerland, etc. And when you have a schnapps idee, you have maybe an idea that is a little bit silly or it's an idea that you wouldn't have had if you hadn't had schnapps. <laughs> I, I see. Okay, so it is a uh, one of these ideas that you have, uh, perhaps not in your best frame of mind. Yes, and uh, there is another word for this. So uh, we say schnapps idee, uh, but there are people who call it a beer idee. Ah, okay, okay. So I get the idea from the, for the same reason. And they're not always the worst ideas. I have to say, sometimes they turn into grand projects, but they're always a little bit outside, you know, like the the normal idea. But you could use this expression um, even if there had been no alcohol involved. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So if you maybe think someone had an idea which is um, not something you would do, you would say, oh, so eine Schnapsidee. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll leave it there and we hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Of course, if you'd like to get more out of our conversation and a full uh, explanation of everything in the conversation, then do check out the full version of Coffee Break German uh, where you can find the transcript, the extra lesson notes, the, the exercises and, of course, our video version of the, the materials too. All of that can be found at coffeebreakgerman.com. Andrea, vielen Dank. Vielen Dank, Marc. Und bis zum nächsten Mal. Bis bald. You have been listening to a Coffee Break Languages production for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2022, Radiolingua Limited. Recording Copyright 2022, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.